Hello, you lovely lot. This is episode four of the Embers Collective podcast, and this is a poem by Sam Ricks, performed by Sam Ricks, and featuring the wonderful music of Tim Carp. Enjoy. You are you, and you are here. That is the first truth given at your first step, on a path revealed by your first breath. But it's easy to lose ourselves in a game of constant change with rules no one can explain, set by those who've forgotten how to play. And so that first truth is always the first forgotten, downtrodden, dragged under a sea of voices that will pull you their way rather than show you a way. Till you find yourself lost, on a familiar path, walking nowhere, pulled everywhere but where you want to go. Because you don't know. You look side to side, up, down, all around, but it's all the same. A mundane fucking game. Unending, unchanging. The sea begins to roar, and waves of faces rush past, locked eyes not looking. Which way? No one knows. Which way? Who cares? Which way? Anyway. So you stop. Because it's easier to stop and be still moving. Seeing without looking, hearing without listening, asking without question. You're a you. But you're not here. Wishing you were somehow, somewhere, anywhere, but... Sung in another tongue, taking you out of this time to step into its own, to stop and be still. And into your palm is pressed a thread in your hand, a strand showing you the songs and stories of the world, mountains made from melodies, rivers running with rhythms down harmonious hills, through forests filled with the chatter of giants that have given you their shoulders for you to see the view of that same message retold, re-delivered retold, 
re-delivered. That you are you. And you are here. And that is more than enough. Trust. Thanks for that, Tim and Rixie. That was beautiful. Oh, nice. How how did you find that? Yeah, fun. It was uh, really nice to just do it into a mic. I think um, that was something that I wrote for the opening ceremony of Shambhala Festival, two thousand and eighteen. Um, so it was a lo- much more different experience than doing it there with mm. two hundred odd people, mm. and then just doing it in a room, holding a pop shield. Um, but it's uh, it's a nice it's a nice sentiment. I like doing it. Um, what what's your uh, what was kind of behind this? What what made you put it together? And uh, so it was it was coming off the idea of um, that whole thing of you are you and you are here, and it came from a quote. I forgot the name of the bloke who said it, but he basically said that. Everything has been said before, but no one is listening, so we have to say it again. And it's that idea that in these stories, in art, in music, in conversations, interviews, books, whatever medium, all the information and the toolkit you need and what you need to hear right then and there is always there. And that this idea that, like, you know, these giants of the past... um, allow you to see the view like there's just meditations that people have already been through um and it is just a guiding hand a moral compass or a just whatever someone mm-hmm. someone's been through it before or said it before and done mm-hmm. it before and and someone will say it and do it again the same message retold re-delivered retold re-delivered mm. um, it's a very comforting message to to give out yeah yeah it's nice and this was for the, the opening ceremony of the Sankofa <coughs> tent at Shambhala, and we were given a brief to, well, to create a ceremony almost, really, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. there was, there was the, the Sankofa ethos to sort of keep in mind as well. Yeah. Of, like, learning from ancestors and taking those um, lessons forward. Is that what sort of inspired you to, to go with something to sing? Because you wrote it all yourself, that's completely original right yeah 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 um and yeah and it was that like going from the past in the future and and i always had this thing so with the with the when i say it when then you hear a song sung in another tongue it's like um it's this like because when you're when you're in music or when you're experiencing something you're not in time anymore or that piece of music or that song takes you out of the time that we know into its own time and you're locked into whatever that is. Um, and it just allows you just to stop and just appreciate something in the present. And that's what 
festivals are really good for doing um, and that's why it's really nice to have music accompanying it. Um, did you find it easy to play along with that? I did, yeah. It was, we just sat in my room and it just came out, didn't it? Yeah. Um, it's just one theme through the whole thing because it's quite short so we didn't need, didn't need a whole um, epic piece, did it? Um, but it was nice to have a little kind of musical moment in the middle. Mm-hmm. It was quite fun. And it's such a, I find it such a powerful piece that, yeah, it's quite easy to grab onto that, that emotion. Yeah. That, I mean, that idea of you are you and you are here is really, it's a really powerful, it's, it's such simple wording, but it's so powerful. And I think uh, Shambhala in particular is an incredibly good festival of reminding you of that and to, to yeah. like have that opening ceremony and have that like that message running through the opening ceremony of Sankofa's tent and and like you walk around Shambhala and you just never see anyone hardly anyone like looking at their phones or they're, yeah. they're absolutely there and they're absolutely enjoying it it's, it's that presence and and that's a really healthy thing to try to bring into sort of everyday life is that idea of just being present and being you and being here yeah, and being yeah. okay with that and, and trusting that, you know. That's what I really love about that festival, <coughs> is that it's... Um, everyone's just so silly, aren't they? <laughs> and it's so, but it's, you realise how important it is just to be really silly. And also what's really amazing is that everyone is there to accommodate everyone else's good time. So, like, everyone else is having such a good time around you. And be that doing whatever they want to do, you know, you can you can do workshops in this, that and the other, you can go and listen to music, there's like Mongolian throat singing or some mad drum and bass going on at exactly the same time. Whatever you want is kind of there. It's something for everyone, yeah. It's something for everyone. And everyone's dressed up and is just ridiculous. <laughs> and it's uh it's a really it's community, isn't it? It is a community. Mm. and when you're stood there with your mates or whatever just watching a band or a performance and you're like looking around and everyone is feeling that same thing and then you're like and that's what I that's what gave me the impetus to that line like you are you and you are here and that is more than enough it being like wow you've you've made it this far mm. <laughs> you really you've done well you've done all right <laughs> it's really wonderful seeing that audience looking back at you as well, like your friends as well as just such a willing audience and such a participatory, participatory, I think I made a new word, but there we are, <laughs> um, um, audience who are who are all there with you in that present moment and giving you that space. And yeah, it was a very special um, performance to, to be part of. Do you want to talk about the rehearsal process? I mean... Putting together that show was really fun, um, and I guess we got we got asked to to do an opening ceremony for Sankofa's tent, and it it was a slightly different thing to what we have done in the past. Um, and I guess yeah, we we worked through the process, but that you know we I think managing to get that like really strong message of you are you and you are here, but then mixing up with the silliness mm-hmm. um, at the end of of you know Josh pulled out two songs that just sort of pulled all the stories that we had gathered That's together Josh yeah Josh Middleton Josh um and particularly the plum song uh and and so yeah just to give a bit of information we we 
just worked in this song about plums and that was related to Sean's story, Sean Kidd's story about um, a little plum creature that comes to life, which hopefully we'll get on next month's podcast. Um, and uh, Josh had this song about plums and then at the end, at the end of the rehearsal, uh, we said it would be fantastic if we could manage to get enough plums to hand out to everyone in the tent. And uh, I think Sean was at Ridley Road Market at the end of the day, literally the day before going to Shambhala. And there was someone with six crates of plums selling them off for t- yeah. like really cheap at yeah. the end of the day. And it would just like, ah, we suddenly got yeah, yeah, yeah. loads of plums. So <laughs> so well. It's like the day before we all left to Shambhala, Sean mm-hmm. was like, should I just buy six crates of plums for £12? And we were like, yes. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's take them with us. Um, and that silliness of handing out plums to everyone and, and, yeah. the, and that. But it was, it was beautiful as well, yeah. wasn't it? It wasn't just silly. It was like, wow, yeah, this is like great we're giving people stories mm. giving people plums and look <laughs> yeah. at them all they're all dancing and smiling it, and chomping yeah. on tasty yeah, plums yeah. they were tasty and everyone was everyone that came like it was that te- the the year was is it's a huge year it's like the biggest yurt in europe i think or um is something that i heard maybe i'm lying but um <laughs> it was absolutely packed out and everyone was there to to sort of have a really fucking good time and you could just see that in the room. Like, the room was just so buzzing, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. And as soon as you give, give people the permission, just, just, like, get up, dance, be silly, have a hug, like, eat a plum. Yeah. Everyone is just, yeah. no matter what age they are, because that's the other beautiful thing about Shambhala is you've got young kids, you've got old people, you've got everyone in between. And everyone is just there in that moment, in that year, just dancing and hugging strangers and having a really, really nice time. And it's just really lovely to... To witness that. That was, the, that was the best payoff to what was already a wonderful rehearsal process where everyone was just giving um, Josh with the songs, but the, the, the stories kind of lent um, themes that sort of flowed into each other yeah, as yeah. well. So, mm-hmm. like, it's, it felt very, very easy, actually, yeah. you know, for a rehearsal process, one that was so simple. And then to, to be able to just have everyone enjoy themselves so very much was definitely, yeah, was a, was a highlight for the festival mm. for me. It was a very organic process. It just all just gelled together. And then, um, yeah, for me, that for me it just, like, kick-started my weekend. It was just like, Absolutely. bam, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's definitely. go. That was a great thing about doing an opening ceremony as well. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, yeah, like we got to say, let's have some fun. <laughs> and everyone did. But as soon as you get given permission to do what you want, it's really, it's really liberating, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we go through a lot of our day-to-day just not giving ourselves permission to just be silly and have a nice time and sort of look on the fun things and try and look at, like... Just because it's the, the whole thing for me that what, what I took the first time I went to like the festival circuit, I take away from it is why does this have to remain in this field at this weekend? Mm. Like why can't we just bring that into our mm. into our day to day? Like obviously I'm not talking about just constantly being, you know, <laughs> wasted, but it's also <laughs> like well art is everywhere. Why can't I make art everywhere? Why can't we just be city everywhere? Why can't we bring that love mm. and compassion and empathy? that you feel when you're in a field surrounded by people all listening to the same song and all dancing together, why can't I just bring that into 
everything that I try and do. And I'm not saying I do do that, but it's the impetus is there is to take that take the festival out into the to the city, to the real mm. world. Yeah. I suppose it all falls under the branch of mindfulness, which is becoming more and more popular. And that definitely your that poem like definitely brings that back to mm. um, you know just taking the time to uh, to do everything um, with purpose. Mm. and to enjoy what you're doing rather than fret about what's going on in 20 minutes time at the end of the tube line or you know in the far distant future or what's just happened it's mm. it's about bringing you back to what you can um cope with and mm. deal with and if you can do it with a big old smile on your face whilst dancing then yeah. why not cook with you know, one sock on and (laughs) boogieing to the radio, like, or, you know, or even walk down the street in a silly manner with a, with a friend or even without a friend, do it on your own. See how many looks you get. I bet, you know, you'll put a smile on someone's face. And just wearing what you want. I think that's another thing. Mm. It's like, if you, I mean, obviously wear, wear what you want, but it's kind of like, I want to wear this really colourful shirt today. Why would I let the fact that what someone might think about it uh, take away from that and it's and I'm not going to hide the fact that I really like wearing this colourful clothing or camp mm. clothing or whatever I want to wear um, and just having the confidence just to just to enjoy that and enjoy the way it makes you feel and stuff you know mm. and it is that it's that mindfulness thing as well bringing it back to yourself and being like yeah like I, it's raining outside etc there's not much to do but what can I enjoy with the time I've got mm. or what can I enjoy you know give myself half an hour or an hour every day just to sit and actually listen to some music or read a book or just sit just sitting's nice isn't it mm. I think um, <laughs> I think also like going back to Shambhala it's 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 quite um, it's quite an important festival for us really it's kind of where the Embers was born in some respects because that's where we first met Rixie mm. and definitely like I think I met most of the like Don Kipper lot that first year I went to Shambhala as well, and and I guess that kind of like that sense of that we all feel when we're there that sense of community and that sense of bringing people together in a really fun and beautiful and meaningful way is kind of what I hope we try to do with with our Ember stuff as well. Mm. So Shambhala is quite like a so being able to do that opening ceremony for me anyway was 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 quite yeah, it was significant. It was quite an important gig for me or like quite a meaningful gig for me just because I feel like we've you know in a lot of ways it it was a birthplace for for us if you've been to Shambhala you know what we're talking about (coughs) if you haven't been to Shambhala go to Shambhala (laughs) (laughs) you know what we're talking about it's not it's not one of those festivals that's that's changed a lot I mean I've been going for the last six or seven years and it's I still get the same feeling as Mm. I did back then and it's even even a bit nicer like they've gone totally vegetarian now they really concentrate on keeping it eco-friendly it's like mm. there's no sponsors no sponsors it's just yeah the music's still as badass as it was oh, mm. even better like some great bands this year yeah it was pretty cool um, so I suppose we should say thank you to the organisers of Shambhala <laughs> and, um, yeah. from, the well. from the Collective from the Ambers Collective yeah 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 and uh, um and Sanko from the Nest Collective for asking us to open their yeah. beautiful stage. Yeah. Yeah, it was as well. It is lovely that Sanko, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. It's what's really nice about it is, um, sorry, just to add on to it, what's really <laughs> nice, what, what I really like about it is is that 
you take your shoes off before you go in and it is a space just to be it's not it's not it's not a dancing tent and like Shambhala has got that you've got like huge dance dance tents but with Sankovas it's not a dance tent it's a place that you just go and sit and actually really listen to music and just be relaxed and I saw some amazing things and I saw the last poets in there doing a and just an improvised gig and they ended up talking about the drum and how special that was and I saw some I kind of stuff I don't even know what it is but it was just really good like mm. you know some someone from Pakistan doing some this that and the other and some ladies from Finland doing this that and the other and it's like it's just really nice to have that quiet space mm. and that sort of relaxed space I think um before you go to the kamikaze drum and bass, <laughs> or after, yeah. Yeah. yeah, before you go and lose yourself or in the woods, in the middle, <laughs> yeah. Break. Uh, on that note, I think we'll say goodbye for this yes. episode four podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We are the Embers Collective. Please look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can see all of our upcoming events. Uh, I've been Lonan Jenkins, and we've been here with Sam Ricks, Tim Carp, and James Boswell. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you very much. Be well. Bye. Bye. Cheers, bye.